Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcasts with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Verse 15. And it happened before he had finished speaking that behold, Rebekah, who was born of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with a pitcher. Please dream this or think about this. On her shoulder, verse 16, glory to Jesus. Now the young man, woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin, no man had known her, and she went down to the well, filled her pitcher, and came up, verse 17, and the servant ran to meet her and said, please, please, please let me drink a little water from your pitcher, verse 17. So she said, drink, my Lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. Now these are simple laws of prosperity, simple laws of increase. Number one, your beauty or handsomeness is not enough. Are you hearing me? Just kidding. Because haven't you met people, I mean, as a your own business, haven't you met people that they come to you looking, they dress well, everything is fine, and they just assume that this lady must be a very good secretary. She can, and then, please let me type this document, and then three days, the document has not come out. Beauty is not enough. The packaging is great, but beauty is not enough. She was a virgin, and she was beautiful. I know you are tall, dark, and tall, dark, and what? And some, you know, blah, 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 blah. But your content is much more important. Beauty is not enough. And then she ran. She said to the man, uh, yes, my Lord, you need to learn the common courtesies of life. If you must excel in the marketplace, all these things look very simple, but they yield great dividends. Uh, one, uh, uh, Pastor King, uh, 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 lucky pastor, I'm sure is listening this morning. Uh, he was doing some consulting work with a church in um, London, you know, uh, just helping them restructure the entire church. Very great church. And, you know, I just said, just go ahead and do it. And then the pastor called me some time ago. He said, wow, you've trained these guys, man. Our guys are just wowed by him. They like his attitude. And beyond the attitude, we, we, what we had missed for several years, God is using him to turn it around. And they now said to me, ah, please ask him that we want to pay him as a consultant. But he's refusing to collect the money. Can I beg him? If you do well, they will speak well of you. God, see, attitude. She said, drink my, drink, yes, my Lord. Can we get to that verse, please? Po, you know, be polite with your clients. Even today in church, be polite. After this service, as you are greeting people, don't be, mm. Many people's problems start with their attitude. And the problems will stop with a change of attitude. How many in marriage are not in good shape today because a woman does not know how to show common courtesies of life. And yet she has three master's degree and three mistresses degree. Politeness and respect for clients, customers and people. Whether they are younger than you are, whether you are richer than them, honor people. She did not even know who he was. She, he, he, drink, my lord. None that they told her what is at stake. 
she was just being herself. How do you, you know, sometimes you go to a shop in, in Lagos, Nigeria to buy an article, a clothes, and then the, you know, people, you know, those of us that have such shops, when you put people there, please train them. You are selling clothes. You enter the shop, you see the lady sitting somewhere eating rice. She's not like, what do you want? I want your head. What kind of thing? What do you want? Like I'm a thief? What do you want? Like, like you're, you, are, are you not expecting clients or customers? Ah, hello, please come in. We have a lot of things for you to buy here. We have various colors. That is the attitude. Well, what do you want? Sometimes I just step out. Some can't even be patient enough for you to pick. After you are picking two or three. <laughs> almost like pick what you want and go. Ah, you now think I would recommend that show for anybody? I say, yeah, you come to, we come to church, we pray for prosperity, but we miss it in the marketplace. Come on, courtesies. Respect. He has never met the man before. Yes, my Lord. <laughs> Greet people. Respect people. Mike Murdoch says, someone is watching you, capable of blessing you. Every, everywhere. And I, I want to appeal to, we have a vast number of young people in church, this is where the problem is, business-wise, marriage-wise. There's a way you behave towards men around you or towards ladies around you. Somebody saw it. Somebody saw it. And then that person will report what he saw. That, that lady better run away from her. When she's under pressure like this, you will think the devil has come. Please, let, let us understand this thing. A guy joined our church in Surulere, and one day, you know, we, we had this meet and greet for those that just joined the church. And he said, we asked him, how did you join the church? A friend invited me. This guy said, I work in a hotel. And then one day, Pastor Yemi came to the hotel. I didn't even remember the day, but he said in Surulere, we had guests in a conference. And then he said, Pastor Yemi was going to the door, and somebody else was coming. I knew he was the pastor of that church. I was just there as a receptionist. And then I saw him open the door for the person. He said he was shocked. He said he would go to that church next Sunday. Now, it could have been something else that was in a place. And I saw your pastor. The way he slapped the driver. Hey! I said, hey, what kind of pastor did this one? Somebody's watching you at work. Somebody's watching the way you're packaging your product. Somebody's watching you capable of blessing you. It is these recommendations that affect our businesses. Can somebody speak well of your clothing? Speak well of the encounter with you? They call it experience. Yes, I'm buying goods from you. But what is the experience I'm having? Yes, I got the goods. But will I live with pain? Ah! Emotional intelligence. How do you deal with people? People will remember the experience more than the goods. Please know that. And if you're a leader in our church or anywhere in your office, yes, you can accomplish tasks in your office, all the goals that they set for you, yes. But the experience that people have with you <laughs> will determine a lot. I, I, I tell uh, men that if an angel comes to conduct election in your family, your wife and the children... And they said they should not write their names. Yes or no. What, that, do you want this man to be 
your father or your husband in afterlife. Or if you come to this life again, what would they write? If there are 10 of them, for instance, maybe cousins that live with you, how many yeses will you have? And how many, not even know, God forbid. <laughs> okay, that scripture says, can we go to that scripture? I think verse, um, the one that she, she responded and she ran quickly. Um, so she, she greeted him politely. Um, she said, drink my Lord. Then she quickly, somebody said quickly, learning to resolve problems promptly is one major key to win in business and career. I want to appeal to you, if you're watching anywhere in the world, don't be unnecessarily slow. Be slow to sin. Be slow to get angry. Be slow to, you know, uh, do wrong. But be quick when it comes to your task. There is no virtue in being a Methuselah person. Just to get food ready or to, to get a project done is not a Methuselah project. They have to wait on you for weeks before you got to move. She quickly, she quickly, she wasn't dragging you know, all these people that come to our village. They, when they always be asking young women to help them carry water, you know, you know she can be doing that. And yet, go to fetch the water. She quickly, learning to resolve problems promptly. If you own a business here, what can you do for things to happen promptly? When, when I'm in our office, I always tell them, I don't like people staying too long in the reception. There's some places when you go to, there to visit somebody, you will, in the reception, you will make all your calls for the day. You will, you will do all your work in the reception, just to see somebody. Answer people promptly. Promptly. Attend to people promptly. Be quick. Tell your neighbor, be quick. Oh, tell your neighbor, be quick. Uh, Pastor Benga, you know what makes exam, exam? Is it questions? Is it time just, I, you know, uh, this book, I think by Brigade, uh, Business at the Speed of Thought. I'm not saying you should hurry things and then you, you, it becomes a mediocre thing. No, but be quick. The questions they give us on campus or whatever exams you do, they say answer four out of what? Six. But it's in three hours. It's not that uh, it's in, if it's in three days, everybody will be graduating this, in this country. If they give you three days to do it, at least something will come out. But if they don't give you three weeks, ah, at least you find a way. <laughs> it was awesome. I was one exam. <laughs> it's not good enough to know what, you are, what they give you. It's very bad condition to be in. We've got an exam hall. As we sat and they distributed the, uh, the questions, the guy behind me started shouting, yeah! He just saw the first two. He knows that he has failed. Okay? He said, yes, I just look at him. The next thing, I felt a pin on my bum bum, what do you call it? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. He had moved his seat further. <laughs> and then he was using his pen to shook me. I know you call it in Nigeria. He was just, boom. And guess what? I had to move my, to the edge of my own seat. Because the lecturer was looking at us. <laughs> it's a bad condition to be in. <laughs> so they said, you have to process these things in three hours. Three hours. Be quick. Can we go to the next verse? Um, our time is gone. The next verse. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, who said? 
Hello, good morning. Who said? I will what? Draw water for your camels also until they have what? This can take you anywhere in this world. Finishing your tasks and then exceed expectations. Let it be your slogan. Let it be your mindset. Not just do what I'm told to do. What can you do to exceed? I will, I will give your camels water also. There were 10 camels. Chris, 10, 10. Each of them will take about 150 liters. Hundred and f there's no future for the lazy man or lazy woman. Pray all you can, fast all you can. When they give you a little task to do to complete it, you will not finish it. They, the, your boss is not the one reminding you. When they get somebody else, you are gone. And replacements are always locking in the corner. Ah, the day they appear, never take your task for granted. Never take opportunities for granted. She said, I, I will give your cameras and I will do it until all the cameras are satisfied. 150 liters times 10. It's not tapo that you just do like this and put the container there. Well, and sir, I've given you water, but I will also satisfy these cameras. That is exceed expectations. Hallelujah. Carry that to your careers. Carry that to your business. One doctor uh, is a pastor. He, was, he, he saw me last week, you know, and he said a patient just came to their, he works one of these um, top hospitals. The patient, the daughter brought the mom, okay, and then he was just doing his own work, you know, treating the mom well, everything, you know. By the time they finished, when they came for the next appointment, he saw them giggling and talking. He will, he will, he will not accept. He will accept. He, will, he said, well, any problem? The mother said, talk. The mother told the daughter, talk. Apparently, there's another <laughs> great opportunity somewhere. They were looking for a new CEO. You know, it's a medical place. And the daughter was already saying, this man will fit that new thing. But he was saying, maybe he doesn't want to leave this place. But the pay is fantastic. So they now mentioned it to him. <laughs> he just smiled. He said, he's moving. It's moving. This September is moving. But somebody's watching you. He didn't know that the daughter of this woman has that opportunity at hand. Big place. Now to head it. Exceed expectations. Finish your task. Next verse as we close. Thank you, Jesus. Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, ran back to the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. 21. And the man, wondering at her, remained silent so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey. That is it real? Do we still have excellent people like this on earth? Wow. Verse 22. So it was when the camels had finished drinking that the man took what? A golden note ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her wrist. Now this is what many are looking for. But don't focus on financial gain. Focus on service. The money will come. Now she didn't even know that money was going to come. Already she's getting shekels. She's getting gold. Verse 23. And, and, and said, whose daughter are you? I, I pray 
that for all our men in the house, the, the women that marry you will say, wow, who trained my husband like this? I pray that men that get married, they, they, they will say, wow, who, who brought this lady up? I pray that in your place of work or your, your business, people will ask, which church do you attend? Who is your pastor? Who trained you? You are different. He says, whose daughter are you? Tell me, please. Is there room in your father's house for us to lodge? Our financial destiny was resolved. Our marital destiny was resolved on the platform of service. On the platform of service. Today, I pray that the Holy Ghost will reconstruct our perspectives. I know we all need money, but the way to it is this service. Many will do this thing if they know the money will come out. They will not be doing work. And the moment they feel the money is not much, they start giving average. You won't last long in the journey. When this church started years ago, we were like maybe 10 and a half. The same way I've been preaching. In fact, maybe then it was even more than this one. You don't, you don't, you don't select when you should serve well. Be instant in season and out of season. Because you don't even know which one will speak on your behalf. It wasn't that they told the woman, no. They now announced that, hello, if you are going to fetch water in the community well today, there might, a man might show up and then the man is come to pick someone to be the wife of a great man somewhere and then because of that announcement, she's now, that is Oduaye. What's Oduaye in English? Eye service. You, you don't last that way. She didn't know what was at stake. She didn't know. But she's going to marry Isaac. Ah, marry Isaac. Spiritual blessings, future, everything blessing. But you're just serving. How many of us can prove from that well for 10 camels? After three camels, won't you say, Oh God, you will not kill me from where you're coming from? Your physical well being matters. Take care of your body. You're an entrepreneur. The journey is still far. There'll be stretch. There'll be lots. You'll be stretching a lot in the coming years. Take care of your body. Take care of your body. Don't get to everywhere. You, you can't even walk for three hours. I am tired. What's that? Rise up on your feet today. Are you blessed? It will be my joy. And this has happened in this church before uh, over the years where I get letters from companies to appreciate me for a staff. Because something happened and they asked the staff, how did you get these trainings? And the staff said it was it's my, my church. Clearly, leadership training courses that we do. And they wrote me a letter. What a joy. So they will ask you, whose daughter are you? Who is your pastor? There was a time one of our ladies got married in Ibadan. And some of our members, I think it was on the choir or somewhere, they went for the wedding. And the lady called me. He said, I got your number, sir. And I was at that wedding. Those people did not know I was watching them. I saw a group of them. She said, you have trained your daughters well. I, I mean, she said, I saw the way they behaved themselves, the way they were respected, and they were excited. That I knew they were different. And I asked them, and they said, we all grow to Global Impact Church. So wouldn't I be happy about that? Or like if they go there, choir member, taking to this and brow, and this one, he's smoking this one, and sitting there. They won't call me, but that person will forge opinion about the church. And when the person sees you, I will be, ah, <laughs> Lift your voice and give thanks to God. 
as you are thanking him, go further and say, Lord, make me a blessing indeed. I want to be the best I can be. I want to be the best I can be. If someone invited you to this church service, you came in here for the first time, I believe you can also pray. God brought you here for a reason. I don't want to be negligent. I don't want to be sloppy. I want to add value. There are things you've invested in me to add value. I want to add value. From now, I want to add value. Exceedingly. I want to add value. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.